Shut up, I love it. Oh, uh, Sasha, before we start, I just had something I needed to tell you. Um, okay. My whole podcast status has been a fraud. Okay. Shut up. I love it. This is Shut Up. I love it. And I am here with... Sasha Filer. And I actually stand by by my answers. Okay. With a little shake of the head. We'll get to it. Joe. Was, yeah, I mean, I thought you rehearsed that, and you didn't know what I was going to do. I sure rehearsed it. Well, let's just first tell our audience what this is. Uh, this is Shut Up, I Love It, a podcast where we invite a special guest to talk about something underrated, underappreciated. We're coming back from a misunderstood. We're coming back from a hiatus that had to do with um, an expulsion of a human child. It's really felt like a low hiatus, really. <laughs> So this is a this isn't a shut up I love it this is a screw it we love this we're gonna talk about it and we to do that with this topic we had to bring back the our local expert yeah on some of the pieces behind this topic and who is that Sasha uh, returning back to shut up I love it is um, a Renaissance man uh, an improviser a poet. Welcome, Nathan Ballard. Hello. Hello. Thank you for uh, for saying that I'm an expert on, uh, or I don't know if you did, but you can say that, that I'm an expert on You're an expert. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. And I didn't thank say you. on what, because uh, I was trying to tease it out. So what are we talking about here? Other, diff- other Nathans, specifically one other Nathan who has a show, who had a show, that we already talked about, but now has another show that Joe had teased me about uh, and tickled me on. And uh, he sent me an email with the trailer even after we talked about it. It's the rehearsal. We're talking about Nathan Fielder's The Rehearsal, which is which happens to be for us. Nathan for us. Yes, I think it should have been titled that in many. There's a good argument for it. Yeah. And I'll write I'd an email so. or a letter. But yeah, this is really excited and t- exciting to talk about because, yes, I think that day that we recorded was the day they announced the show. There was no even really? announcement before that. A yeah. coincidence or a oh, message? No. I wonder. Yeah. I, I think it was trying to tell us I something. Think, yeah. I think so. I think that that's more than just kismet. That's more than just all of us, all of it coming together. I think that's there's something else pulling the strings. Could be a, a bigger rehearsal that uh, Nathan's <laughs> trying to uh, make happen. Well, for those people who, for some reason, naively, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna diss you all, but like, if you don't <laughs> know what the dummies, rehearsal is, <laughs> these idiots who are ignorant and naive. they're not in the know, look, look, they're not paying like, attention. If you don't know, no, like if you don't know the rehearsal is, you got, you got your reasons, you got your reasons. I know life is taking you away from it, so that's why we're here to tell you about it. There's gonna be some spoilers, but don't worry because no matter what we say, it's an experience to be had. So you're gonna watch it and enjoy it anyway. Nathan, would you tell us what the rehearsal is? Yes, uh, it is a uh, HBO show. Uh, should I just say HBO these days or is it still HBO Max? I don't think that runs under the HBO Max guys. I think it runs under the HBO show guys. The parent, the parent. Yeah, the parents. Um, that's what I think. Yeah, it is an I HBO don't... original. It is not an HBO right. Max original. And the fact that those are two different things is really stupid <laughs> and weird. Well, you know don't that HBO... Call... 
Yeah, Wait, something they just call just Max. They just like Max Original, and it's like, come on. Well, that is now separating. Apparently, uh, I if I I didn't do all of this research. This is word of mouth, but sure from did. my from my knowledge, okay. HBO Max is separating from HBO because Ted Turner bought HBO Max and all the stuff that surrounds HBO Max, and I don't know what the deal was to split HBO back up. But all the all supposedly all those HBO Max original shows, not the HBO shows, but just the HBO Max shows, those are all getting canceled. This is oh, what I heard. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, two questions: Is T Ted Turner still alive? The answer is yes. Right? <laughs> oh. I assume. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I didn't know Second, Tina transitioned, but I mean, good for her. Yes. I mean, eventually, yes. you know, now it's accepted. Yeah. Yes. Second question is. Um, well, yeah, I well, not a question, more of a sidebar. Yes, I heard there's like a new executive, right? And he's just canceling. All oh, we can, yeah, like that's an episode in itself to talk about that whole thing. But I wasn't, so I wasn't inaccurate in the things I was saying, except for maybe that Ted Turner was the he the helm. But other than that, like, there's, I was accurate uh, enough, correct? I'm I asking. Think so. this I, would, I, I, I wouldn't put your life on it, but. Okay, I think okay. For podcast <laughs> rules, you're fine and you're accurate. You're safe. Okay. Let's all right. Well, way. I apologize all right. for all the hate mail that you might get because of this. <laughs> we're but, oh, for any mail, yeah. hate or love. <laughs> Just, we're, oh, we're, wow. we're send us anything. It. Yeah. What about fee? What about fee? Fee? Mail. Fee. Mail. Female. <laughs> I like you it. You said anything. Uh, um, uh, but you're asking what my, what it is, what the show is, and I'll just explain that real quick, real quick, real concise. Um, it is. <laughs> It is like it's like it's birthed from the Nathan for you idea, birthed. except instead of a instead of segmented uh, trying to build um, idea uh, great ideas for businesses to take on to make their business better. This is Nathan Fielder <clears throat> basically um, like the, the hypothesis in the first episode was something I had notes and I left them uh, in and I'm dog sitting. I left them at the dog sitter's house. Oh yeah, uh, your dog ate your homework. I get yeah, sure. Yeah, I heard that yeah. one Classic. before. Yeah, when I said at the dog sitter's house, which should technically be my house, but I left him at the dog sitting place. And uh, but I remember I so I I can't quote it exactly, but the hypothesis in the first episode is if you um, to when you sometimes when you're yourself, when you I'm and I'm going to butcher the quote, but sometimes when you when you act like yourself, when you try to be original. People that people respond to that poorly. So, what if you could uh, create every scenario and rehearse every single outcome, so that way you would never be thrown by however anybody reacts to anything? That's basically again. I just I'm, summed it up. But yeah, I'm to me like the first half sounds fresh. I I don't remember that. Like, it, but I must have it's missed it. Never well, been he, stated in the show, but he uh, <laughs> well at the beginning after well, it's right before he it's at the it's. Not it's right before he takes Korski in the first episode to like start rehearsing with him. It's when he it's when he's at his place, his apartment. And then he's like um, he he confesses to him. Hey, I've I've rehearsed uh, this, a, right. uh, you know, a dozen times. So every which is such a funny. I love that first episode. I mean, I love it all. But that first episode is like something else. I don't know. Like, um, but we'll get into it. I am assuming I'm assuming we'll get into it. Maybe not. Maybe we've already you run out are of time. one of the co-hosts today. You are okay. free to. Let's cut to commercial. Uh, uh, Bomba socks. Uh, they they never not fit. 
But yeah, so the rehearsal. Let's let's see if I can do my take on what the yes, rehearsal please. is. You, the premise, the basic premise, and of course it gets out of control in the best possible way. Let's just put it this way. But the basic premise is that if you have a big thing that's coming up in your life that you don't know how to attack because you have anxiety about it, why don't you rehearse? The show gives you a chance to rehearse how this would go so that you are fully prepared no matter how this big event is going to go to respond um, to it in the way that it's not gonna. It's not gonna hurt you. It's gonna only make right. you a winner, it's sort of a version. Like so. This is my explanation. Yeah. Joe, go. Let's see if you have a better one. Uh, Na- Nathan, <laughs> don't read it from. I'm internet. gonna read it from the internet. <laughs> uh, Nathan Fielder gives people a chance to rehearse for their own lives in a world oh where God. nothing ever works out as expected. And much like uh, Na- uh, Nathan, for yeah. you, which was absurd premises for business ideas that are kind of like that. I don't know how you would describe it. It's not monkey paw-ish, but it's like, yes, that would work, but it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, that that was kind of his thing. This is now doing that, but with interpersonal things. It's no longer and I think, business. And the ridiculousness, I think, is is the effort and investment that he... And- that he puts in and also that he pulls the people into where they are intricately like going through each scenario or or they're discovering scenarios and then he creates i mean i i'm assuming he creates that web every time he does this but that online that uh, over the computer um webbing of ideas and stuff oh, yeah, um the, the uh, outcomes board or whatever yeah and like yeah. where the like none of the business plans really in Nathan for you are replicatable. You know, they're, right, they're nothing. Right, and right, right. same thing, this method that he does in the rehearsal is not replicatable. Like a normal person can't do it. And that's the fun of it where it's like, <laughs> yes, it would, it would take $10 million to you to actually, for you to actually do what he's done here. Um, completely absurd. Should we talk about kind of the big picture of the season and then go into yeah, some the serialized episodes. the serialized elements and and yeah. are we are we warning before we say spoilers or stuff are we just already going did. through it already did. i think yeah right. you, go that watch was the, the show warning. go watch the show yeah. so pause it now now welcome back <laughs> you finished the yeah. show great <laughs> wonderful very normal way to say now you don't want to edit it together <laughs> i love it now. i love it you pa- pause <laughs> way, like in the middle pause. like you really made it more real maria um, you got the pause that's Arnold so what's the serial? <laughs> was he talking to his wife there? Yeah, yeah. Or his ex-wife, Maria. I guess. Ex-wife. My ex-wife, no, Maria. <laughs> he was talking to the baby serial. Ooh. Oh, yeah, hot wow. gas. That is rude to our is former it, governor. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that rude? And listener. <laughs> and listener. <laughs> Avid listener. When he's at the gym, he listens. <laughs> Um, was it friend of the show, right? Friend of the show. <laughs> Always. Friend and fan. Yeah. So <laughs> as you out. stated, Nathan, it does kind of go off the original premise of the show, but I, I think not really in spirit, just in format. Because the first episode I... is very much like a set format. We're going to actually deal with one guy, help him through his problem. And as the series goes on, it becomes about Nathan doing it. More and more. Like, like yeah. so eternalized. Um, experience becomes 
I noticed because uh, I I tried to pound the whole show in one sitting last night. Yeah, you did. I did, but I didn't. I made the mistake of starting at, uh, like at one o'clock, one thirty in the morning, and so I made it through three episodes, and I fell asleep. It's not super long the whole season, so it's only like about three hours. So I think I could have made it had it been a couple hours earlier. But um, any Marvel movie? Why would you want to choose Marvel movie? Just watch. The whole yeah. season of the rehearsal. Yeah. You know, my end game is trying to uh, finish the rehearsal in one sitting. <laughs> yeah. And I have mm-hmm. watched every episode more than once, and some of them Me upwards too. of four or five times. Well, I, mu- I must wow. say to, li- to the listeners, um, uh, the the beauty of finishing, I think, I think the second or third episode had just aired, and then Sasha sends a group email to myself and Joe and just you just ask immediately how many episodes have we watched or how many times have we watched an episode more yeah. than once and i was i was so taken aback by the that beautiful question because I, I had watched it the episodes mm-hmm. many times already and no there's so few shows that if you were to ask yeah. that if they were being released in you know new releases that i would watch twice in a row that quickly yeah because yeah. i was only I, a couple weeks so in to, yeah. into the show like even a couple <laughs> oh, like man. a few days in after yeah. that episode and i'm like i've watched it three or four times <laughs> yeah so i think the most recent episode was just come out like came out like 48 hours before and people are in this group in this room already have we seen won't it sit times. name names we won't yeah. um, we already have we already have i watched it so much <laughs> Arnold. I mean, let's just, I mean, let's just, I mean, there's a lot of uh, excitement about this episode, but do we, do we get in the weeds? Let's get in those weeds. Yeah, we, we do know that the, the, yeah, the whole season kind of goes and focuses on Nathan. So that's, I think that's important to it, state, but we can go episode to episode now. How about we do that? Awesome. Let's do it. it yeah. And, um, I, having watched, starting to watch it last night, um, the, the full season, I noticed uh, I still picked up stuff in that first episode that I, after watching it, I don't know, four or five times, I guess four times prior to last night, I still picked up some new things. But um, but I noticed around episode, I guess it's at the end of episode two, which we can talk about it when we get there. That's when the transition starts to happen, uh-huh. where Nathan, yeah, starts to infuse himself into it. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in his rehearsal. And if you don't mm-hmm. want to rehearse dinner, Blue Apron is your <laughs> way to go. You can do it. <laughs> okay. You, mm, yeah. Yum, I'm just getting hungry thinking about it. <laughs> I am starving. Uh, end of episode two is when, quote from the Wikipedia, Nathan inserts himself into the experiment as Angela's non-romantic co-parent. And we're already hitting up my favorite character of the rehearsal Angela, well, one of the two favorites. Well, are we going to talk about the first episode first? Let, or let's talk about it. We can it. jump back to it. I don't care. I just love it. I just love it so much as like a prototype for the show. Let's let's talk about it. So what what is it? We got Core Skeet. He's my he's one of my favorite. I'm no joke. <laughs> one of my favorite. Uh, I guess characters people. or people that has been. He's a character <laughs> though. But yeah, but one of my favorite people that's been ever on a Nathan Field or anything, and his. I truly believe that even though he knows the cameras on him, he is he is unapologetically himself. He mm-hmm. I don't think it affects I mean I don't obviously I don't know him when cameras are not on him, but he doesn't <laughs> seem to be and it's hard to say this and have any science behind it. He just doesn't seem affected in the way that I think some people perform for the camera. Yeah, and um I will tell you I think you're right because 
Um, I don't know if you know this, but Korskeet is a empath, a, uh, a psychic empath, and I found a paranormal that's, YouTube. That's not a mention in the rehearsal, is it? No, no, it's not. Um, I found this out because he is on a uh, paranormal YouTube channel and was uh, was in one of the videos as a psychic empath to come and check out this haunted place. And he's very much himself and very how, earnest. How is this not part did, of? Well, did you did you I, watch I'm the just, whole thing? Did you watch or did you just skim it or just did you watch any? It's only about frame like of it? three minutes or some or so from what I remember, and it's not it's not a particularly interesting YouTube video, and it's it didn't have a lot of views and subscribers. I don't say that to knock it, but I'm just surprised because this is Skeet we're talking about. But yeah, he's he's out there. He's a real guy. Oh and my he's gosh. a psychic empath. That Craigslist ad that Nathan posts for to to get somebody to come and uh, <laughs> and be on the show because they would have no clue. I guess not coming on the show, but to submit their their video or their gripe of uh, of what they want to change or their regret, their biggest regret. It just says TV opportunity colon. And it says, like, I, I forgot the second part. Like I said, I wrote it down, but then I left my notes. But it said something like, um, uh, do you have regrets or something like that? It's just like yeah. it's the simplest. And it's on Craigslist. It's yeah, on Craigslist, which is <laughs> not the place one would look for such uh, ca- like casting. Yeah. But that's why it's it's perfectly targeted at weirdos, too. Yep. That's how you get somebody Come like poor Skeet. Because I feel like no one's looking for for like their 15 minutes of fame on Craigslist, like you said. So not for an ad like that too. Like exactly it's one thing. If nope. You, we've seen when they're more gussied up to like try to get influencers and stuff. Like it's clear a lot of the Netflix yep. reality shows and stuff. They're trying to get these right. specific people that can promote their show for them. And that's not the purpose of Nate or uh, the rehearsal at all. Which is, it's so interesting that, that they choose not to it's really i mean the whole show this 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 time around as opposed to his first one it's interesting that they don't they don't give us more context at times for the process they do definitely in the course key episode they give us some of the process that may be so then at the rest of the series they can just skip past some of that stuff um just because we've seen how they do it okay so now we're moving to instead of showing us how they get the guy number three the guy with the who's got to talk to his brother uh like confess to his brother i can't remember exactly what he needs it was, to, but, uh, um, to get his inheritance from his right, brother right and, yeah, oh yeah no and they brother, it kind of just jumps yeah, right into it It just it jumps right into it, it. and mm-hmm. and then also and then like that's not even the main focus necessarily of the episode because i think is i might be wrong about this but is that the last episode that we take a clean new story uh like a new yes. person because um, everything the after gold that, digger the gold digger yeah the yeah, yeah, yeah yeah that's yeah. the last the last ex- like yeah like contained ish yeah. episode and that's so interesting too to like to like break format i mean kind of immediately from what you're setting up in the first episode and the i think that it takes i think it takes courage like to be able to decide okay we're gonna go down this path now and we're not going to turn back and try and start over at any point you know well i guess there is a lot of starting over but i mean from the premise of the show at the very beginning yeah how did i have a question for you both with that because i think we all love the core skeet episode you Mm, know and it's so good it's it is the perfect episode for the premise of the show 
and even the second episode gets to be that as well. And do you think that's why a lot of people kind of soured to it or one of the reasons? And is mm. are you in some ways disappointed that the show wasn't, you know, six episodes that were core skeet style episodes opposed to what we got, which is really more of an overarching narrative about Nathan? Uh, I let uh, Nate take that first. Oh, uh, thank you. Uh, as a co-host, I appreciate that to go first. Um, uh, I think that, um, okay, so I'm just going to uh, reach back into my memory of feelings. When the second episode started, I, even actually into the fifth episode, I felt that maybe, and maybe I did this because I was, I wanted to set myself up to not be disappointed or try to like justify what maybe was a pang of disappointment. Um, may, and disappointment I, might not be the exact word. That sounds a little too harsh for whatever the feeling was. But at first, I thought, okay, this Korski episode, when it ended, I was like, that that seems to go, that, that seems to be finished, that narrative part of it. But I thought, okay, is he going to take somebody, like an extra that was in that bar that they built? Oh. Um, is he going to... Because they, they showed highlights for the next episode, which for some reason, I can't... Usually, I, I never watch those for any show. I never watch like the previews of what's coming up. But with his show, I never felt like I was getting spoiled. Like It's almost like it's, it's like there's so much packed into mm-hmm. every episode that it that even what I'm watching in this, in this, like, um, uh, whatever it's called, uh, the stinger for the next episode, it's like, it's like, this is none of the stuff in here is going to spoil me because there, that might be a misdirect anyways. There's just so much content, but, but it showed Angela, the, the person who starts number two, the second episode story, uh, it showed her, him talking to her at the fake bar. So that's, so my mind started to put pieces together, not in, not correctly, but I thought, okay, so maybe that connects to the core skeet episode. The, I guess the overall connecting narrative uh, uh, substance is Nathan in this in this series. It seems to be it's his pontificating uh, in the first episode over in in narration. Um, you know how he how he's feeling about this, or like his hypothesis for this idea of rehearsing your life. Uh, it seems like he carries that into the whole series, you know, uh, through his own philosophy and beliefs. Um, but to go back to your question, I, I was, I don't, again, I don't know if disappointment's the right word, but I was like, oh, okay. And the second episode, okay. So this isn't related all to the first in the narrative way, or at least in, in the, I want to see Korskidi again way. So then I thought, is this going to connect back at the end? Are we going to get to the last episode? And then he's going to have a nice perfect circle where it circles back to what we did with Korskeet somehow, but that didn't happen either. No. Uh, and so, uh, so I, by the time the last episode happened, I wasn't like prepared for, for that. I wasn't prepared for, for it to now connect with Korskeet. I thought it'd be cool, but at the same time, I, I respect the show actually more for not trying to force in a connective tissue in in the more logical sense, if that makes if that Yeah, I think I know, uh, maybe my question answer. wasn't clear. I didn't mean it would be more Korskeet episodes, but just episodes that yes, are isolated no. incident in uh, isolated people that he's I guess doing yeah, the process okay. with. 
I I didn't need I by the by the end of episode three I wasn't I I wasn't expecting episode four to have another new story. I mean I I thought it, it probably would, but it and it didn't. But it wasn't it didn't it almost feels like Nathan got off on a tangent like this Nathan does, and then just followed that down that rabbit hole and just didn't stop. Like, like we're we're abandoning everything else. Let's now just continue down this and see. And I, I don't know, like as far as a, a show producing uh, standpoint, I don't know where that that's what I mean by courage. I don't know where that courage comes from. Just because like to me, I would I would feel even in even maybe in the first, but in the second episode or third, what am I doing now? Like I would almost have that. He almost went on the faith of his old show of of how he produced you know an episode in that in that day of like we know this process works if you give it enough time and patience and so what and also you can kind of find the narrative as long as there's something even even if it's small you know something within any any sort of thing you're filming uh documentary style so i i wonder if he i i wonder if he just is like well i'm i'm willing to go down this road uh, of this of what I'm trying to explore right now of, and so I trust him so much that it didn't disappoint. There was no disappointment at the end. I mean, I guess episode by episode, I was curious if they were going to go back and redo the format or continue. And yeah, I don't, I didn't mean necessarily connecting Korski to the whole thing, but, but something that would be within that first episode, some, some highlight of, of something he learned through that. Uh, But he did what he did was he set a template, you know, he said a uh, he said something that like having another act, having more than one actor come in and play these other roles in the first episode, then that doesn't need to be explained, like we said, in the rest of the series. And he does that multiple times. I yeah, mean, the he rules goes are le- set up. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Levels by levels by levels. Almost like a herald uh, in improv, like the first this Total is the, herald. It's the first. Uh, what is that? The first beat. Yeah. And he's That's establishing funny, all was... these rules. I was talking about compared to a Harold too. Too I, our friend Natasha and former guest. Uh, res- respectfully, I could Pernicia. go the rest of my life with never comparing anything to a Harold <laughs> or in my buddy, form ever again. <laughs> I met my buddy Harold. My buddy Harold. Uh, the grenade. But I, I to answer your question, Joe, I did not love the finale. I did not love. And uh, and because and and to me, like I, I thought it was a B minus. I don't know if we answered actually your question, but it answers the fact that like it never became the individual episodes, like the first and the second. So for a while, when it went meta into Nathan's life, it was really cool, and I respected up until now. But to me, respect and appreciation of that is different from how tickled I was with episodes one and two. Right, I think and that's a good me, way to put it. Yeah, and so for me, like, it kind of flatlined just enough. The last episode that I felt like I wish there was another episode where it all crescendoed somehow in the bigger, louder finale. Again, I don't know what that would be because it's such a unique show. But it felt like it flatlined just enough for me to still love it and give it A+. But just hope for something yeah. more in a different universe. Yeah, I think for me, it's like I appreciate and love what it is. But there's also that like grass is always greener idea sure. where it's like, oh, but I would have loved to see six episodes that were like the Korskeet one and ridiculous. Um, but you can't you can't have it I both mean, ways. 
the fact that at the end of the first, well, I was also surprised by the number of episodes there were for the season. I thought there were going to be 10. I I just assumed. Yes. Which is good. Get out, you know, get out early. But I, I did hear, I've heard, and I didn't research it, but I heard that there's a second season. No, there absolutely Oh, yeah, no, it's ready. It's it's confirmed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I should. Yes, there's a second season already. Uh, I should. This, we're telling you here. That's the announcement is official. <laughs> HBO. Uh, HBO said, "Go ahead, you guys can say it." And I, I will uh, say this: Korski episode did set up some, the rest of the series with the Willy Wonka conversation. That's he true. Says, and it, you and are that, Willy and that, Wonka. And he says, "Isn't he a bad guy?" Like all the children yeah. get killed and Korsky says well he had some questionable methods and all that but <laughs> he made magic so happen cool. and that's literally by the end what he what's what he's done he's killed children he's hurt children yeah. for the sake of making that's magic so happen. funny I, and I and I of course and that's how that episode first episode ends with that song playing that um, mm-hmm. it's I think it's called imagination but um, yeah, yeah. uh it's so good, especially how that first episode ends with him confessing that he planted, implanted into uh, into core, into core's core, uh, the um, the trivia, and then we see the reaction that core could have had if, as the actor being really ups- upset about it. And, I mean, that actor was so funny um, uh, with his with his intensity. And then we cut back to Korski, and it looks like, oh, he didn't even react at all like that. He probably didn't even really care. But Well, no, he um, didn't tell him. Oh, you don't think he told him? You no, think I, they, no, for sure you think that's that, what happened. Cut? The way it was cut, oh, really? it's, that was Nathan's rehearsal. He saw that it would go terribly, and he decides oh, not to tell okay. the course. Yeah. So that's why he says, right. Oh, I wanted to tell you you're a really great guy. That's what I yes. was going to confess. Okay. To. That's, that makes total sense. Yeah, and yeah, it, yeah. and it plays out in the end, how the series ends where he learns nothing in that episode. Nathan learned nothing from Korski to just tell the truth, to just be real. And by the end of the series, Nathan also does not learn the lesson to be honest and live your truth. Instead, lives in a lie what at the very at the very end of the series you mean the series yeah when he yeah are you saying that very he leaves that the the house of the uh, the mother and her and her son the very last moment when he's talking to fake remy and then uh he's supposed to be the mom and then Nathan right. says, I'm your dad. And they says, wait. The fakest moment uh, my... of uh, the entire season. That's true. Oh, my God. The most brilliant. produced. Uh, but right. that's, that's by design. Like, they are two yeah. actors yeah. in that moment acting. Like, that is, there's no, it's not as if fake Remy is trying to be real. Fake Remy is acting in that scene. They're doing a scene. But, but there is a suggestion by the Nate's, Nathan's, no, Nate, Nathan's performance that he is really feeling emotions. The real, his real self is feeling emotions at that time. Sure. I this think you a, could read that with his, you know, huh. I don't know. I, oh, He's man. just not an easy read on acting. It's not as if, like, <laughs> I don't think he can act like well, you know, outside of his personality being the thing. So I think that's it. But in that situation, he says, no, I am your dad. And then buckles <laughs> so, down. It's so, uh, it looks so confusing for the other actor too. Yeah. 
And if it's confusing for you, dear listeners, I should admit that like this episode that we're recording is really not for people who hadn't seen the rehearsal. I kind of feel like most of our episodes aren't for people who haven't seen the rehearsal. No, I mean, but you know, you got to watch it because we get in the weeds. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I think we already are in the weeds. Yeah, the the whole the circular nature of it, how it all comes back, and it's a it's a tragedy. It's a tragedy where he learns nothing. He was set up to learn something, but he falls back to his flaw. In the end. And he learns how, how to just emulate. He learns how to be not, yeah, like you say, like not his authentic self, but to be versions that work within society, quote unquote, I guess you could say. Um, that's uh, that's something I, I haven't watched. I haven't rewatched the last episode, but I only watched that one once. And I wish I wish I would have on my last night's train started with episode four, maybe and then four, five, six. Um, so let's go back in time. I'll watch that real quick. Yeah. Um, and we're back. And <laughs> oh, we're back. Boy, I, I do think the last wild. episode is the least fun, especially when you look at the Korski episode. I think it's, um, right. Could be yeah. arguably the most interesting or, you know, at least very Almost interesting, meta. but it's certainly not fun. Like I could rewatch that Korski episode and laugh and have a good time all day. And I have rewatched the last episode a couple times, but it's, really not like a riot it's it's a messed up tragic episode and i mean that part when the kid wants him to be his dad you know that is just heartbreaking that another insight too i found the kid's grandmother on twitter uh and he's doing what oh well he seemed by the end of that episode or last time we see him he seemed to be accepting of it more but, um, Sorry, you found his grandma, and what did you find? Uh, that Remy is fine. She's she's said, oh, oh, he's doing okay. He's good. Did he's you ask good. her, or are you, or this is just on the Twitter thread? That was on the the Twitter thread because people were talk- asking her and stuff, and it's proven wow, because she had videos of him that it's, she was posting. To me, it's yeah. <laughs> it's a wild world we live in where we can connect with these people that we're watching on you know on, especially with yeah shout out to friends of the show with uh especially to like reality shows specifically you can mm-hmm. they're very accessible these people and it's it is kind of jarring to me i don't know i don't know how to compartmentalize it really I and mean, it makes me like not want to like i want to keep the magic of what i'm watching so much that i try i guess i just like don't do the research of that kind of stuff you know well the i'll tell you another thing as we Please, get to tell episode me. two um, where Ooh. we meet Robin, my favorite Angela, episode, well and Robin. my favorite, and my yeah, favorite and Robin's roommate. Oh my yeah. god! Oh, so yeah. um, Robin's roommate, uh, the guy he ar- Robin argues with, squash um, it. Uh, allegedly, so- <laughs> he died in a car accident. Oh no! Holy crap! So, wow. whoa, it- was it? I'm sorry, we have to ask. It was not was in a, a scion no, going in. Oh, I don't know. It sounds like it was a, a tragic accident. That's Jeez, terrible. That sucks. Um, well, odd. Damn. And I, that's not confirmed. Confirmed. Okay. But it is. It is what I. I'm sorry. Uh, what? What is? I have to ask mm. you the source. I I wasn't questioning your sources prior, but what is? Wh- where did you get this info? Uh, this was from screenshots of uh, DMs with Robin because he's on social media and whatnot. And then Man. someone had asked him, like, hey, do you still live with that guy? Yada, yada. And Robin had revealed that the roommate had Dang. passed away. That's, well, uh, that's, that's crazy. And that especially deflates everything. Yeah. I mean, well, it's, yeah, it's now I, I want to still 
quote, quote the uh, quote that fight like you were doing Sasha, but now I feel like squash uh, it. Squash I'll, it. He was a good guy. But, you know, he was a, shown to be a good guy there, so I think we can say he, good things. It looks. About him. I mean, it looked to me like he was saying to Robin, like, "Dude, you are so in your head about all of this what quote unquote religious stuff." You know, you're so and all those numbers. My gosh, like Robin will make a oh, connection yeah. out of every single uh, every single minute that passes on a clock. <laughs> it's so it's true. It's really bizarre. Like that is proof of a broken person. <laughs> if they're like and he's, 77. See that? Yeah. yeah and he's I so and, he, and he's so like like he uh, faux confident about these things that it's almost like he is clamoring to just find meaning within anything. Mm. It almost feels like. Um, Damn. I, yeah. I'm oh, catching some. I'm still riding the car crash uh, sadness train mm. and I'm catching some Yeah, pieces that nobody knows what happened. Yeah. Oh, you're reading. Oh, they're thinking. Dang. Yeah. That's Damn. yeah, that sucks. Um, We're out of mayo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. It's, well, why don't you go buy some? I go to the store really, and buy yeah. some. I don't really He it. was right. That's <laughs> so funny. He yeah, was he... like, I don't want really to eat the mayo. Oh, my God. Um, but yes, Robin Stone, what a, what a legend. Uh, what a legendary character. One I of mean, the greatest characters of all time. He leaves immediately. Like, he leaves the same night. He can't handle any of it. It's so wild. And, like, we, I know that type of dirtbag. Like, and I'm confident <laughs> yeah. in calling him. Is a he a Christian? Bag. You there? I mean, he says he is. You know, I won't knock Christians, but I know there are so many hypocritical, fake Christians like him. You mean, and you're being people named Christian, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Chris, yeah. For short, uh, <laughs> yeah, that uh-huh. makes it easier to understand. Not Christopher's though. Those are fine. <laughs> There's no. It's got to be Christians. Yeah, and, and even like Angela too. I've had coworkers oh, who favorite. were like, oh, they had tons of like drug issues and shit like that, partying issues. Then something happens and all of a sudden they're Christian. And, you know, I yeah. get it, but don't you realize I'm annoying? fascinated with Angela. To me, she is like a delicious like drink or meal that you just you just can't like it's in the fridge and you keep coming back to it like you have like i can't take my eyes of her every mannerism every eyebrow twitch i am obsessed i'm fully obsessed i i there was not enough angela in the finale like that that oh, whole yeah, issue finale, i have sure. with the finale would have been resolved if you just if you just inject as much Angela as you can. Take that fifteen thousand dollars that you took from making the extras not talk, and just mime peas and carrots the whole time. Oh my gosh! Take that fifteen thousand dollars, give it to Angela, and bring her back for a good forty percent of the finale, and then I'd be happy. I get that. You she's could. Uh, she's on cameo. One hundred and fifty bucks gets you a minute long video of Angela. So what? if you wanna. Fifty! Oh my gosh! It, there's 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 a higher there's like C or B list celebrities that are much lower yeah, in cost. Yeah, Brian Cox, <laughs> I think you can get for 150 bucks. Well, he's oh also my goodness. voice for McDo- McDonald's now. Come on, the man McDonald's! You fucking fuck! <laughs> Pour on the floor. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Angela oh. is a very interesting person. But I just really hate. It's not the religious aspect of it of her that bothers me although i do have qualms with that um so sorry for any of our religious viewers if that is upsetting to hear but it's really more of this these people that use a calm demeanor 
and uh, passive aggressive. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. passive aggressive, a fake nice to be total dipshits and pieces of shit, but not be able to be called out for it. And Robin is similar. He's not, he's more of a direct piece of shit, but it's like these people that put on this mask, but really their actions. And if you call them out, then all they do is that calm nature of like, okay, well, this is how I feel. And that's how you feel. And it's like, no, do you look in the fucking mirror ever? It's, it's very dismissive and there's no listening involved in that kind of conversating. They're just, they're just looking, yeah, to just skirt blame at every, you know, it's like, it's well, like, my oh, shut up, system. I love an episode. <laughs> shut up, I love Angela. Well, that's okay. You can, I mean, that's good. She needs some love. I mean, that's obvious. Uh, she, she is very fascinating. I mean, they're very good about picking, picking humans that, are just undeniably uh, uh, curious. Like, it's curious to watch these people. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and, and I feel with Angela, I feel I feel like she got a sort of, as the show went on, and I mean, this is just my interpretation of it. So, Sasha, I'd like to hear if you think so. Um, but uh, she, as the show went on, she got, she gained this sense of arrogance pretty quickly, actually, uh-huh. where... Like this ownership, she had over, it. it's crazy. It's it's like she acts like the executive producer of the show. Yeah. In fact, she does control. She leaves on her terms. Yes, and she so doesn't wild. do the the fact that she isn't really doing the. Um, she's not doing the, anything. Yeah, yeah. She when, just lives at that house and dances and eats uh, that's so whatever. Funny. When she's supposed what to do guacamole. What's the thing that she hides underneath in the cabinet that she was supposed to like clean or something? I can't remember what it was. It was. It was in the. I, just, I think it was in the fifth episode. It was right before she leaves. But when he's confess, when he's like, we looked at the footage of you know what she's doing when she's at home. But there was something, some activity she was supposed to be doing, and then she puts it underneath the cabinet. I can't remember what it is, but yeah, she was her, supposed to be selling stuff packages. on Etsy or something. Yeah, the fake packages for And I understand how that's all ludicrous, right? Like it's not sure. easy to go do that, but it's like this guy made a farm, he planted yeah plants. Like it's crazy. Can you do the experiment at the very least? I mean, and also, you know that there's cameras on you. Like, why are you trying to deceive it? I don't understand that. That's unless she didn't know that there were cameras in the house, which I, I highly doubt that she didn't know. Yeah. That. Or that so anyone because, would watch them intently. Well, so, yeah, like, uh, you know, my husband, Jay, who's been on this podcast, like he directed friend a bunch of, the show. of Kitchen Nightmares. Can't you friend the show? He directed a bunch of Kitchen Nightmares episodes. His theory is that Nathan is obsessed with Kitchen Nightmares by how the he does his shows uh-huh, so uh-huh. that's one thing and so one of part of kitchen nightmares kitchen nightmares that jay likes to talk about is that how gordon would always kind of do this thing of sending away the camera crew in front of the characters the cast uh, and then the you cast. just hear their audio or you see it through well, a doorway no, you would see everything through the oh like, camera um, in the office cameras like a, a on, hidden on camera. the, yeah or not a hidden, well, not security hidden. cam. They had yeah. Security cam. So you get all the footage. But because there's this gesture of like sending everybody away, people will become more vulnerable right, yeah. and emotional. And they would like, they would just, not like they won't know about these cameras, but they would forget about them. They're just not taking them seriously. Yeah. And I think she just never took these cameras seriously That's either. The true. ones that are around yeah, the house. Yeah, you wait for the big HBO shoulder-mounted cameras to come in. Right. And they're like, okay, now we're doing the thing. 
Yeah, I think there's they're using a lot of like reality show techniques here. And I think it's worth mentioning that it's hard to say what of the show is real and how real and how sure. much of it was shot months sure. later to you know, uh, put in. My stance on that is it's interesting to maybe talk about that just because production yeah. wise is interesting. But for the final product, I don't think it really matters if we'd find out that all of this is fake or it's all real to me because it was all interesting and it was it had merit versus if you watched a bachelorette or bachelor and found out that it was all scripted you would be mm. like well none of this was actually that interesting then this this would only yeah. be interesting cuz it's real i don't think that's the truth with this show i think if this was reshot as uh an actual <laughs> like if they if yeah which would be so meta in line with the show but if they shot it if if it didn't exist and it was just written like this like oh this is a sitcom about a guy who tries to do this i think it's still just as interesting and just as funny well we have we uh again the aforementioned jay hunter and myself friend of the show uh friend of the show um one crew member except for the first episode he worked on all the episodes of the show so except for the uh, core episode. Except core. for the main episode, like the record, the original episode. Because it's the Oregon episodes that this yeah, person Yeah, that makes on. sense, yeah. But they said, but this person said that they, from, according to them, everything is super real, not produced. It's crazy how insane. But like, you know, obviously there's produced moment, I'm sure, moments, I'm sure, here and there. But overall, the, the message is that it's pretty real. You just get crazy... <laughs> I love that. Good. Cra- cast that's, interesting that's good. people and then shit and happens. And plan well and are creative. Like, if you plan mm-hmm. it all really well, you can anticipate this stuff. There is stuff that I would be curious about how they made work, like him teaching an acting class and then the next day doing a <laughs> big version. Because how do you how do you uh, cast a bunch of lookalikes for other people in that short of time? You would have to know that you were going to do that. Right. There's stuff like that that well, I don't you, think you, it takes you, away Did he from say that. it was the next day? It's, yeah. Yeah, I, it's either implied and oh, okay. and even then, like, to do that would take a Because you're also going to buy the wardrobe. I mean, the wardrobe, you know, not everything's going to be at the same store, I'm sure. You know, I, I mean, it's a small thing, but it's still, like, they take... In fact... The small things are what they seem to highlight. You know, those are the things that they yeah, the mm-hmm. they seem to ape. Yeah, um, that's where the devil's at. That's interesting, <laughs> uh, friend of the show. Um, but that's <laughs> also interesting that um, that you you say that about uh, Joe about you would be okay even if this was came out to say that it was completely scripted. Um, because I, I agree. I didn't think about this until right now. Cause I think before I would have said, Oh, it, I, I would be, I would be disheartened to hear that it was all fake. However, you're right. Like the value of the show comes in the discoveries of things and whether that's an actual discovery in real life that's happening, it's still a discovery for the viewer and you can still find entertainment within. And I mean, I mean, these these some of these people are just so like they don't have discipline in certain ways. So it would be hard for me to believe that they were actors or they're just that amazing of an of acting like they're that they're that level of Daniel Day Lewis, where it's like they're they're completely lost in their role. I think it would be very tough for a person that was that talented in acting to be able to 
to and also have the effort and time to to continue to put on that ruse for a show like I think the show lends itself yeah. to the more authentic it, like you're you're going to see the cracks within the people very quickly. You know? Yeah. And I, I don't think like an Angela and a core are actors or anything like that, even if it's at its most extreme of being Empa- empaths. Maybe yeah, the psychic empaths verified. Sure. <laughs> um, so I don't think that's even the case, but just to, like with any reality thing you feed, you feed someone something to say, uh-huh. or you kind of edit it, all those little tactics they use. Right. But yeah, I think it's just, there's so much narrative merit to the show and so much creativity that it's like, it is so good beyond it being real. It's like, and I feel like great characters. This, well, and it's like, regardless of how, I mean, of how every episode affects me or, or the whole, the show as a whole, like if it, if it was a perfect bow on the end or anything like that, it is, it is the, it is one of, you know, one of a very, it's very rare to find, especially this day and age to find in a, a completely original show. And this, it just feels like he has developed a style with his Nathan for you episodes that now he's taken that knowledge. And this basically, this more feels like, um, like that last episode of Nathan for you, the finding Francis episode, mm-hmm. like, like it's, it's where he's willing to let, to let the narrative take him wherever that goes. And if that means that they're that they have enough money on their budget that he's not going to use otherwise to build a replica of a bar and then move it to Oregon. I mean, that's insanity uh, in itself. And the the uh, the elaborate the elaborate nature of what he's doing with the last episode when they recreate the the mother's home. Um, uh, what's the kid's name? It's not Rory. It's Remy. Uh, yeah, Remy. Like uh, when they recreate that, it's just—it's not even like featured. It's just like if you notice that it's recreated. Or yeah, not. yeah. They don't like we recreated the, their house <laughs> to do this because, like, like you had said before, they set up the rules and the of the playground of the show right. early on, and then you just get it. Yeah, and it's like that's like I no other show I've ever seen has ever done that. I I must I mean I think uh, not in my knowledge, anyways, and. Uh, and that's just the most original, like just the unique nature of the show alone, I think already lends itself to being a worthy, worthy thing to tackle, you know, something to uh, something to discover and watch. And, you know, however you may feel about it, um, even if, you know, it's somebody who's not happy with the way that he's, tr- which I, I think in this case, I mean, off the top of my head, either they're actors being hired to be in this thing or they are your Angela's and your cores and whoever the, I can't remember the name of the guy in the third episode who wants the inheritance. Um, yeah, I forget. But, but those, but like, for instance, just those three, I mean, like you, oh, well, I lost my point. Uh, something about good acting. Oh no. Um, uh, oh yeah. Be, how they're being treated. I feel like, I feel like they, they do. The show seems to lend, to give itself, to give these people a lot of, uh, a lot of, um, leeway a lot of uh, like they, they give them a lot of opportunity to make their own choices as opposed to duping them into thinking they're in one thing when they're actually in something different does that make sense um, like that would be the criticism of the I think that's a criticism I heard of the of the Nathan for you show you know it's that like sometimes people wouldn't be given a choice into the scenario that they're now being duped into whereas in this um, 
I don't see that as much, but that's also maybe maybe I'm blinded by the fact that I I went into the show loving already what I'm going to be watching. Well, what I think like because those were the conversations, the discourse in the first few episodes is like, oh, is Nathan mean, you know, all, all that with these subjects, which I think those arguments got obliterated or not maybe not obliterated, but totally buried once kids were involved. Because then it was like, you know what, actually, who cares about, like, Angela and Court and how they treated them? Because the show is now putting this huge flashlight on how the show treats kids. And that's the real debate. You don't even, you can't even touch Angela and Core and the other guy's treatment. Because, no, we got to talk about how the show treats kids. Which I don't personally, I think the point is that the show is treating kids in a danger that's putting them in some sort of peril. Uh, I think emotionally, you mean? Yeah. Emotionally. And just, uh, it's shining a light on how we treat child actors and how we, yeah. Uh, what we allow like, them to do, but it's also participating yeah. in that to prove that point. But, right. but I think there's still merit in it. Oh, I agree. Um, the, uh, yeah, like, like, um, what are they called stage moms or you know uh, yeah. parents of kids that the kids aren't really even if they want to be an actor they're not at the age where they're even if they think that's what they want to be they don't necessarily know yet what they want to be or yeah. don't have a developed enough mind or, or personality yet yeah like to, older remy yeah that kid understands acting he nah. gets it but then yeah once you get remy's age and then a baby you're like okay well whose choice is for the baby what about the robot baby i want to know how <laughs> they feel <laughs> robot i mean rights. soon enough we'll be able to know robot rights are human rights uh that is a main thing in the clerk's spinoff self-checkout <laughs> um is there anything else we haven't covered that's really really important uh my I pound mean, cake i gotta cover my pound cake and chocolate oh frosting, that's not but, talking um, about importance um okay. and we're gonna get to watch you eat it right mm, slowly but that's only fans subscription it's free to sign up <laughs> but then to get the content you gotta pay more a patreon oh, you can find us on cameo <laughs> 150 um, bucks uh, Sasha, what did you think about, or do you have any opinion about the uh, the exploitative nature of, of of like the child actors and stuff? As a new mom, I have less opinion than you would expect. Me to. <laughs> I expect you to For have no reason, opinion. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like I was sad when the the Doctor Fart kid was uh, he he you know he was kept calling Nathan Daddy. Yeah, it was sad for for yeah. a little bit. But then, like, I feel like we, we got over it. I was more curious about the the hand, the totally replicated hand tattoo. On, oh, on I know. The... I was cracking up at all those <laughs> that details. That was so And just even where <laughs> Howie's like, it seems like a non sequitur. And when he's like, that's a nice shirt. Where'd you get it? And then cut to he's wearing her clothes. And you're like, oh, my God. Or when he goes to like, check in yeah. on Remy and he brings the fake Remy with him. They have a little day and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. And then they get in the car and he's like, did you get what you needed? And then yeah, yeah. it's yeah, so like, psychotic. I mean, to me, in, in the way this show is, Nathan, uh, Nathan breaks up, whatever. There's a breakup in his life with his partner, with his girlfriend. Then he gets on this journey of this making the show where he's looking to find out 
whether he is ready for a next stage in his life and whether he wants that stage in his life of being like a father, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. a parent. And that's his, you know, this is his fucked up journey, twisted journey of trying to find out what that would be like. And it's very um, similar to the end of Finding Francis because in that episode, it's the finale of uh, Nathan for You, uh, he meets an escort who he uses to do a practice date with his friend, but then he starts to develop a relationship with her, paying her money and whatnot. And the way that ends is they have a date, and then she asks, like, hey, do you want to just, like, turn the cameras off and we'll just hang out? And he ultimately decides, no, let's do check out this cool drone shot, and then they yeah. do a drone shot. <laughs> and it, again, is him. He could have taken that step to authenticity, that's interesting. Uh, of being like, oh yeah, you know, we not everything has to be content, not everything has to be falsified for me to exist. But no, I do like living in this fake world. That's so And that's what this show has done too. He's kind of yeah. it's the same uh character that he's playing. Well, I I interpret it definitely the same character. Like it almost feels like this is a sequel show to the first for sure. I felt like the drone shot moment uh, in the Nathan for you. I know we're not talking about that, but that I felt like that was him. I mean, it, it makes sense what you're saying, how you analyze it. I feel like the drone shot because it's pulling away from them is like his is is saying, OK, yes, let's try and do this without cameras. We'll send this one. What like sending it away from them is it is like a um, what's the word a metaphor for saying, yeah, I will try to to have this date without cameras. Obviously, the production is mm. still there and stuff like that. Like, like you see the production people mm. with them, you know, by the tree and stuff like that. Uh, but that's an interesting take on it. You probably you you probably closer to what it 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 might be trying to say than than my own interpretation. But I uh, I do love both shows in the sense of you can extrapolate and take you know what meaning you want out of it there there is a narrative and a moral that he of uh, sometimes that he's setting up but i don't even know sometimes that's beside the point you know sometimes mm -hmm. that's the meta it's a meta moral it's not really what what we're actually learning kind of thing um i feel like that's one reason why there's so much rewatchability is because there are there's intricacies within these what would be seemingly plot devices in other reality shows but Sometimes they don't pull certain, you know, certain threads. They we they highlight things and then they end up pulling one over here. But then maybe I'm still le left thinking about whatever this thread was about. Like uh, like with the guy who's trying to trying to what's the inheritance? Uh, he's trying to get his brother think doesn't want to give him the inheritance because he's dating someone who who his brother thinks is a gold digger. That's, yeah. Did I get that right? Yeah. 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 I felt like we didn't really get a res resolution on that either. You know. Well, that yeah. Because well, he he left. Realized that he realized that he was, you know, not reading the room like that. That this was a setup. Yeah, I think you I think could that's read what it happened. A that's ways. why. I think well, that's you, a fair I think that's reading. why he disappeared. Yeah. I th I could also read it if you're having more faith in the humanity of it all that he did get the tools nathan actually did sure. give him the tools he needed so he didn't need nathan anymore after having that emotional rehearsal he was like okay i i can do this and the i don't need this guy this. i think I don't it's need to probably a mix diaper. 
I, I, yeah, some random actor guy. I think it's probably a mix. What a great actor, by the way. Shout out to the old man. Oh, I know. What an amazing actor. He's there with the guy for like eight hours, just acting the whole time. I mean, he's playing a character in the most believable, grounded That's way, so but like insane character. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just like a cartoon, but in the most grounded way. Yeah, that's yeah, true. There was some great talent. He um, was like a cartoon. Uh, I mean, we were going to go episode by episode. I know we've jumped around. I, I know we've talked about it a little bit. That. But I do feel like one of the like um, meatiest episodes or episodes that that feel like everything's swirling around from the themes of the first half and whatnot are is the episode where he gets the acting class. You know, what was he called? What's his the, the fielder? The fielder what method. Is it? The fielder method. I mean, it's it's kind of brilliant to I mean, even though it's for the show and he's creating, quote unquote, an acting method like. It's something that I could see carry on to the second season, you know, of some sort. Yeah, because oh, yeah. they definitely use those actors throughout the rest of the show, so. Yeah, and I mean, him staying at that guy's place. And I wonder, um, my buddy, um, uh, actually, my buddy who I think has uh, has been on Shut Up already, um, I don't know if, I don't know where his episode is falling in the uh, the line of episodes. Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> but Swartz, uh, the Swartzies, um, uh um, and also, I forgot to talk to him about this, but then also Macklin McLugie, he was tell he was talking to me about the um, uh, about that guy, that actor guy who who Nathan takes over his life for a day or whatever. That he was one he was wondering, you know, how long do you think that that guy hung out with those fake those <laughs> fake roommates, yeah. you know, or whatever that he like his is hanging out with it's so weird like i, I want to know more about those stuffed toys in the bedroom i think they could do a whole <laughs> a whole like second you could do a second part of like all the footage that they don't end up right. airing because i can't imagine how many hours of footage they have from the season that mm -hmm. we don't see yeah i'm like i don't care just release it on like youtube as like little mini yeah on cameo and stuff on yeah, cameo, on cameo. i'll pay the 150 that's fine <laughs> The um the uh the fact that like there is so much that I've left on the cutting room floor, um I mean it does make me wonder if they them getting approved for a second season, is there an and I mean maybe this is just me setting myself up to be the naive person that I was at the beginning of the series, but maybe uh, beginning but, of this episode I would say yeah at this <laughs> episode this, the episode we're talking about yeah. here yeah, yeah. Um, well uh i mean my expectations so far have been met uh, sort of um but i thought you were gonna have a clear connection the whole time but uh the um the second season being a continuation you know like mm -hmm. remember when we talked to course i know he does that anyways in his old show he'll he'll bring back a few people but if 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 the first season was laying groundwork for something bigger I mean, again, that might be my naive hope, but I, uh, I wonder, it just makes me wonder, like, is there another, is there a plan, like a bigger plan? Yeah, I'm sure there's him, a, a yeah, plan. Some, there is a plan. Oh, I also didn't mention this. The first time we recorded in the, for the Nathan For You episode, I don't know why I forgot this. I actually have three things. Uh, this, so this will be dipping into the Nathan For You for a second. One is I saw Nathan at, um, at Magic Castle um when i i guess it was two ish years ago 
uh, or I guess, no, I guess it was before COVID. So it was, it was like 2019 in that era, but, um, and that year, era, uh, but I was, but he just was in the same auditorium or whatever theater. There's a little theater inside Magic Castle. And uh, he was there with somebody else. We were watching one of the worst magic shows I have ever, I don't even know. Magic is the is the wrong word to say that that oh. was that show. But And to it, me, that's any magic show because I famously don't like magic. Go on. Um, you know, that's in your bio on IMDb. Uh, but uh, but I, he looked, he didn't look like super like dejected after that show was over. I felt that way. But he did look, he was very just, him, he seemed very himself. He had more stubble than you would expect, more scruff. But he um, he was just... I didn't talk to him or anything, but he just seemed very much himself. Like it didn't seem like he was a completely separate person from his, you know, on TV persona. Mm -hmm. And uh, but no, again, he's probably like that, like right. awkward, you know. I I'm guessing he's, he's still flash charming, and he must like turn that up a tad, right, for the show. But for sure, it's yeah. probably the heightened version of himself, right? Like, yeah, and then thing. um and then uh and let's see if I have the oh yeah I'll grab it in a second. Props. Uh, the second thing. Is that I have? Do you say cops? Magic trick? props. Oh, I've. Oh, I have props. props. They're they're cop props. Um, so it's like a Billy Club, and but his name's Billy. Um, but uh, and a and a hat. Um, not a cop hat, but I call it a cop hat. Um, it's a cop out. Um, but um, it's a top uh, hat. Uh, <laughs> uh, Bill. Uh, Bill from the first season. My 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 roommate. His name's Mark. Uh, he. This is. It. This was like two two episodes. All right, right, two weeks ago, he comes out of his room and he's got his phone and he's like, "Oh my gosh!" He's like, "This guy," and he, I guess he hadn't watched that many Nathan Free episodes because he was like, "This guy that he thought it was, he thought Bill was involved with the new series." But he points his phone and it's Bill, and he's like, "This guy was my neighbor," and I was like, "Really?" And he was like, "Yeah, I lived across <laughs> from him for for so long," and I was like, "That's mm -hmm. weird." And then hold on, one more thing. Oh man, one I just thing. gotta. Glimpse what is it that you got in your hands? The movement. The movement. Matthew McLoogie, who I mentioned earlier, friend of the show, he got uh, me this The Movement book uh, from the uh, Nathan For You series. I know oh, we're not nice. talking Great about that, episode. but <laughs> these are just things that I just wanted to, I couldn't believe I had mis misremembered. I don't, it wasn't worth me knocking my microphone over, but, uh, <laughs> but still, regardless, uh, I just People needed to. don't know to what you're talking about because it's, ed it's been edited. Oh, great. All right. Well, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, oh, there's references they're making. Um, uh, if you haven't seen Nathan for you, watch that first and then it'll get you prepared to watch the rehearsal. That's what I would say to the audience, because um, I know that that's what their burning question is. If I haven't they're, watched the show, wanna know. what should I start yeah, with? Um, well, that is a good segue to the ratings. In Ooh. Do we have ratings, Joe? I, I think it's pretty clear what we should do for the rating. And that is we're going to rate the rehearsal on a set scale of 0 to 10 based on Nathan for you. Very good. So give your yeah, rating oh, wow. on Nathan Jeez. for you and then your rating on the okay. rehearsal in relation to that. Okay, I go first. Nathan for you, 6. The rehearsal is 9.5. Wow, Ooh. I wasn't expecting that, but there I we guess. go. You weren't which expecting part? which side yet? The six uh, or the nine point five. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know why. I don't know. I guess because the rehearsal is so good, it sets off famously another good show, which is Nathan for you. But you know what I mean? When something is so good, 
it pushes right, everything yeah. down the scale. Okay, got it. That's that's the problem with this scale. But was Nathan for you a nine point five for you before? I don't think it was. I think I put it like a seven for you. I'm just guessing. If you're talking about pushing it down, but if it or maybe it was already yeah. a six. Compared to Fuckboy Island, I'd say. <laughs> Fuckboy Island is Fuck pretty Boy good. Here. Probably an eight. I've never watched it. I've never watched it. I uh, watched it throughout delivery, labor and delivery. Have you seen it, Joe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan. Obsessed. What was that one? You all talked about this already, but it it was the <laughs> reality show on Netflix uh, that very recently it it was its first season. And the it, Ultimatum. Yeah, that was good. yeah. Uh, that yeah. one really really struck me. I I enjoyed. It's hard. reality shows are tough for me. I don't know. It, they have to have a certain kind of spice. I don't know what that is. Yeah. But I thought the Ultimatum, the old tomato, as I call it, had that. But um, I haven't seen Fuckboy Island. But if you say that it's uh, it's it's very highly recommend. Probably a future episode of Shut Up I Love Ooh. It. I'm guessing. I might check that Joe, out. Joe, what about you? Well, so I had I've done a recent rewatch of Nathan for You all the episodes uh, wow. during during the release of the rehearsal. Wow. Um. So and these are episodes as we stated in your your past Shut Up I Love mm. It that I've watched several times already. Mm-hmm that it's even better going through the sec the second like because you know one episode after the other not just cherry picking episodes but really seeing like the season arcs it's a 10 out of 10. the rehearsal also a 10 out of 10. Uh, it's a 1010. Right. it's just so Nate. good so good you seem disappointed uh in your in your uh okay yeah because <laughs> yes. There's no follow-up question. They're even like they're equal. Like there, there's not, what not say? Yeah. single thing stands out. All right. I mean, I'll buy it. And, and what about you? Well, and I thought of this first, just FYI. But um, yeah, I'd give. In this case, I'd give Nathan for you a ten out of ten, and in this case, I'd give the rehearsal a ten out of ten. Um, wow. Like I said, I thought of it first, but I will say that uh, if the scale could go, I mean, we're talking about ten being good. I'm assuming, yes. Tim yeah, being yeah. a good thing um, that because uh, otherwise <laughs> one out of one. Um, but um, I uh, I think that the rehearsal is and I have probably already said this already many times, but uh, that it's a, just a continuation to me of. And actually, Joe, you mentioned this, the narrative of his character, of the Nathan character. It seems mm. to go hand in hand with the rehearsal in the sense of, well, in the in that show, he was looking for love for the most part, you know, friendship, love, this sort of thing. And this new show, the Korski episode could be argued that he's looking for friendship. But in, you know, as he discovers throughout the next episode and the rest of it, you know, it's he's he's wondering, do I want, you know, to build a family or, you know, find love within like having the unit? And so what the, would that be like uh, rehearsing a life, you know, with a bunch? I mean, it's so I, I think it's it, also like, you know, it's so, quote unquote, faux scientific. I just quoted myself, I guess I'm quoted myself. But um, but like with that faux science, it's like because he's willing to go anywhere with what kind of the actors are bringing or the people bring to it, whether they're actors or they're real people in it, um, that I feel like that's where the science can break because he's going to go outside of certain boundaries and infusing himself into it changes, you know, the whole experiment on its own. But I love that. It's so exciting. It's just like you, I just have no clue what every episode is going to bring me. And the fact that they're so dense, the rehearsal, even 
I mean, they're both so dense, both shows. The rehearsal is so dense in the way of there's not an almost not enough time to do, to tell you all the other details. So they have to pick and choose what are going to be their narratives. I was the one thing I was disappointed about overall more than anything. And this kind of goes along with only being six episodes was that the first episode was 45 minutes ish. It's like 44, 45. And the rest of the series, they're all under that. They're all, I think mm, most yeah. of them are 28 minutes. I think, I and it's that was, it was just like, I, you have HBO behind you. I, I would, I don't know who made that choice to make them that, that concise, but I feel yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> there's so much more to it that they could pull from. Um, but I, I mean, I'm assuming, maybe not. Maybe we're watching all of the meat, you know, that's cut off. But I doubt it. Uh, yeah. I doubt it. And I will uh, push back a little bit on the assessment that the rehearsal is about him figuring out if he wants a family or is prepared mm-hmm. for that. I think it's really more: is he um, willing to discover his authentic self and be that? And that's probably that probably is a more core uh, theme and uh, idea that I don't think I've extrapolated yet because I, I haven't watched rewatched, you know, the last uh, three episodes again, I think I've only watched those once. So I need to, I need to continue what I was doing last night, even though we're not going to conversate about it and, uh, and watch those last three again. Uh, Cause you're probably right. You know, there's probably, there probably is more core theme in that. Um, I'm really embarrassed that I dropped that mic. <laughs> Oh, well, it never happened, actually, according never to the happened. canon. Oh, good. So, so this is a, a first time. Okay. It's the first time and the last time because we are coming to an end of this episode, but it's not the end yet. Let's hear Ooh. some plugs. Ooh. Nathan, what's uh, going on with you? Well, I'll be watching the last three episodes of the rehearsal again soon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and... Uh, there is a, I mean, Joe doesn't want to talk about this, I'm sure, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. And Joe, you're invited. Sasha, of course, you're invited uh, to play with us again. Uh, oh, but yeah. Honeymoon, uh, which is the improv team that I am a part of, uh, that Sasha's team directed video had le- is letting us uh, fill in for them for uh, monthly uh, at the clubhouse, uh, which is in Los Angeles uh, um, of California. And um, upstairs, there's two theaters at the clubhouse in case people really do want to go. Um, but um, we are we have a show coming up uh, the third, the third, is it third Thursday, right? Third Thursday of this month of, se- or of September. And then uh, starting actually in September, every other Wednesday, starting in the set. So the second and fourth Wednesday of uh, my, I might be wrong about that. Well, uh, they but, could go to the clubhouseimprov.com. There you go. And I yeah, think it'll show. be listed there. Bingo. <laughs> Bingo. All the uh, honeymoon show, we're, we have our own, now we've gotten our own slot to host as well. So, uh, which we want Directed Video to fill in for us uh, when we start getting pregnant. Um, but <laughs> please come to shows and Joe uh, and Sasha will be playing uh, with us uh, when they I would love to. feel up to it. Yes, yo, no, that's uh, that's uh, open invite my uh, for, for sure to, be, to believe it. And, um, uh, Thread Corner podcast at uh, podcast.org. Um, you can find, uh, I'm sure, there or anywhere you get your podcasts uh, sold um, to you. Uh, so uh, go and there'll be new episodes Sunday. Um, what about you all? Joe, what is going on with you? Yo, everybody, go to Amazon and you can search 
uh, my name or Scroat One or The Longest Haiku. Find my books. Go check it out. Awesome. Thank you, Elizabeth Lewis, for the artwork. Thank you, Mr. Owl, for this amazing track. And thank you for listening. Shut up. Thank you.